Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Take your ideas, make a boy band out of them, and shop them around Korea for a while until they, well, hopefully they blow up and make us a lot of money. Let's find <laughs> out. I'm Ryan. I am the uh, sing the, the songwriter um, for this band. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Usually, usually, okay, your metaphors are ridiculous, but usually they at least make sense. Hmm. What's, what doesn't make sense about this one? No. Well, yeah, we're gonna make a boy that band. Is, out of that is that is not even remotely what we do with these. We're gonna ideas. bring these ideas together and present them to well, the world. I wanted to talk to you guys about this because I feel like we could. Are really, we are we pivoting? Well, yeah, is I this, think that we could really capitalize on this. We can get a YouTube channel going. We'll just really gussy these guys up. Um, so we're turning these ideas into like sentient uh, boy boys. Yeah, we're, we get the we get the meat, sassy idea. Fleshy meat boys. We get the uh, we get the the posh idea. We get the spicy idea. You know the surly idea. The uh, oh yeah, surly spice. Surly spice was always my favorite spice girl. It's a dynamic that always works. There's always one that likes to party and eat pizza and gets eventually has to deal with a crippling drug addiction. There's the angry one that sets a carpet on fire of a hotel somewhere. We generally get all those sort of ideas on this show every week. I see. I see the similarities now mm-hmm. between. There are uh, constantly yeah. explosions. It all makes sense. I apologize for questioning you. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us your role in this boy band endeavor, Cody. Uh, oh my God, there's so many good ones. Groupie for sure. <laughs> okay. like, this is this is before they're even famous yet. Huh. You're getting in at the ground level. I want to say I'm a roadie. I you just... always take the menial job. Give yourself a little credit here, Stephen. Yeah, come on. Oh. You could be the manager. That's I could I could be the manager of the roadies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a step, that's a step up, I guess. And you're also the one roadie. <laughs> the <Yeah>. only roadie. <laughs> yeah, you normally give yourself a job like the guy that cleans the porto potties or something like that. But. The good thing is I'm in control of my own raises, so like you know, I just get to get to say whatever every year. Mm-hmm. So that worked out pretty whatever. nicely for me. Well, let's hop right in. See what we've got this uh, this time. So. What boys? What boys are you putting in this band? What boys are going in this band? <laughs> well, I know the first boy, <laughs> Chef Robert. Oh, Chef, oh, Chef Robert. The first boy is the boy. I'm very excited about this boy. Ultimate boy. Yep, the ultimate boy is in the list. Chef Robert Irvine submits, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Ultimate boy. Ret- ultimate boy, <laughs> returns to Earth in America during the Vietnam War and is immediately drafted and shipped off to fight. Um, I could see that happening. That's not a bad one. Uh, Little Monster twenty eight ninety two says everyone is always some kind of inebriated, which is you know my daily life. Sounds about right. Starbeard Boy says every member of society is assigned one other person to survey. Right. Uh, Touch my water. The CEO comes back for the second time in a row. Every time you start a device that has a speaker, it plays Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones at full blast for the whole song, and you cannot turn it down. Then you can use the device. <laughs> All right. And Tosser's Delight says, Government-mandated programs are formed to instill hearty doses of adversity into the youth of the world to help them build character. Um, I see that. That one could... Tie back uh, into Jesus Christ being shipped back off, uh, <laughs> shipped over to Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> Do you think that that's already a thing, though? Government programs formed to instill a hearty dose of adversity. Do you feel like oh, that's I just? Th- what... I thought you were gonna. I thought you were saying. Do you think Jesus being drafted was already a thing? <laughs> to the Vietnam um, War. Because I was gonna say it actually might be. That mm-hmm. might have already happened. Is that why everything sucks so um, bad and we're constantly at war? Is that just the way that it works now? 
Yeah, well, the thing true. is, if with all the televangelists and all sorts of like David Blaine's of the world, like how are we going to know Jesus is Jesus when he comes back? It's like, yeah, well, everyone can do that. Yeah. Who can't? Who can't turn fish into more fish? Yeah. Who can't levitate and put a nail through their hand? Yeah. 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 Exactly. He comes back like. And it's yeah, during that era, if he happens to come back and he's in America and he's of age to be drafted, Jesus is going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. No one cares what kind of menial parlor tricks he can pull off. I do really like, I really like this specifically because we don't know much about Jesus between the ages of like 10 and 30. So this really gives us an opportunity. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christ. He doesn't like to talk about it. He doesn't like world. to talk about war. Yeah, yeah he, he saw some he's shit, being dude. being drafted to war, he's at least 18 years old, but no older than 28. We get to see Jesus <laughs> in his prime. Do you think that he would actually fight, or would he be a pacifist and just sit it out in a in a stockade somewhere? Ooh, now that's the question. Maybe that's why he doesn't like to talk about those years, though, because those were his, his yeah, violent times, you know? So, he's a ti- so he time-traveled, so he was... He was born in the past, reared in the... I didn't say that at okay, all. Okay, well, <laughs> but you're saying that he doesn't like to talk about that, like that was what was recorded in the Bible, and he doesn't Well, I'm really just saying, like, if, if, this is, if this is Jesus' time to shine instead of what happened in the Bible. Mm. But is this... So then is this more of, like, a second coming Jesus when he's, like, more wrathful and laying down the judgment? Well, yeah, I feel like isn't that Jesus' one superpower is that he comes back... Like you kill him, and he's kind of like a phoenix. You know, he stays dead for a while. I feel like he had a couple. I feel like he's got a lot of superpowers. That's just me. Well, that's his best superpower. (laughs) It's his ultimate (laughs) form. But he he hasn't really used it much. No, you you get one shot at that. You You don't know that. You get one. He 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 bungled it up. But if he comes back a second coming, he's more he's more like wrathful, and he's judging, starting with the Viet Cong. Like he's. You know what. If he came back, especially if he, yeah, if he came back, and especially if he came back in the seventies, there are far more temptations than there were back the first time he was alive. What do you think the devil was tempting him with in the desert? Just like here, I've got some dried fruits for you. I'm pretty sure that that's actually written down. He uh, had three temptations. He was tempted with uh, uh, dried fruits, uh, like dominion over the world, <laughs> fruits. fruits and nuts and berries, <laughs> and booty. Like the the trifecta. Um, well, that's my point. He was never tempted with cocaine. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of hard. Or LSD. Mm-hmm. Or women who you know like shave. Oh yeah, <laughs> shave and women. And bathe you know, on the rag. Yeah. That's a luxury, actually. That is a luxury that you can't, <laughs> especially growing up in the. the That'll year change zero. things. He comes back. He's he's accustomed to what he was experiencing two thousand some odd years ago. He comes back now, and he's like, oh, oh, things have changed. So Jesus. Christ, the Son of God, returns to Earth. Um, that makes it kind of sound like it's of His own volition. Mm. So Where this is, is a, he so right maybe now? is He just like on Mars? Is he... <laughs> 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 he returns to Earth. <laughs> He's on one of the moons of Jupiter. He's just been hanging out. He didn't really go to heaven. It's sort heaven of a Doctor like really Manhattan sort of a situation. Maybe he got lost. <laughs> Well, it sounds like a, it sounds like a second coming sort of a situation then, if it's returns to Earth. So he's 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 died on the cross for our sins. I mean, this could be like yeah, this could be like you know Rambo, part four or part two or whatever when he gets like shipped back to Vietnam. Like he's he's out there. Does he die? Does he die for our sins though? At the end of the Vietnam War, or does he survive? Okay, has anyone else really pieced together how? How less impactful it is to sacrifice yourself for something if you can just come back to life three days later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus took a nap for our sins. <laughs> but I think I think the I think the whole shtick is that like, so he's died. His earthly body has died, and so his second coming is like the purely spiritual form. So like he's he's beyond the veil of death now, and like his he can't die again. So I think he's an immortal. I think he comes back as an immortal being. Yeah, I'd make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one to make. I'd like to think that he has spent the past 2,000 years getting pumped up. Oh, just like super ripped? Just lifting. Yeah. Rambo is based off of Jesus. But can he, Jesus create a set of dumbbells that even he can't lift? <laughs> or would it be so heavy that they would get him more ripped than he is already? I mean, because have you seen... Uh, he, probably spent, he probably spent 2,000 years struggling with that very question. Yeah. Because yeah. have you seen statues of him, like up on the cross? Like, dude... Dude, he's cut. He's pretty cut. He's cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's the dilemma. Or can he just choose to be ripped if he wants to? 
I'm sure he can. Like you said, if he's just like ascended to some sort of spirit form, he can probably like a Jedi ghost. Yeah. Well, yeah. then is he is his body even corporal, corpore- corporeal, to, or does he have to like hijack somebody else's body? I like that even better. <laughs> like out of that Whoopi Goldberg movie. How old was Patrick? How old was Patrick Swayze in the Patrick Vietnam Swayze. War? Do you think? And was he being was possessed by Patrick Jesus Swayze? Christ? Wasn't drafted though. I know, but like, if if Jesus was going to come back, and and Patrick Swayze was a body option, I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. he would skin ride that dude. Oh yeah. I don't know. I feel like he'd take Kurt Russell. That's not a bad one too. Kurt Russell mm-hmm. actually is probably a much more 70s. Kurt Russell was the the Patrick Swayze of the 70s. <laughs> <and it really is. laughs> as they as they commonly say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the precursor, the pre-Swayze. Yeah. God, this Jesus idea. I don't know, guys. I do like the idea of him possessing people. <laughs> that does make sense. Do you think the people he possesses are rewarded <laughs> after the fact? Well, I, like I Patrick Swayze is probably missing a couple like years out of his memory. Do you think that your body has to be, or your body and spirit have to be like pure for Jesus to be able to skin ride you, or does he, or does he? <laughs> Or does he burn away all of your impurities, impurities by... I think he burns away all your impurities. That's part of the bond with Jesus. So even the worst scumbag, he can just... It he might, can just it grab might the take controls. him a while, though. You know, like... We're all Viet Cong actually just uh, demons being skin-ridden. Skin <laughs> so demons. this was a holy war. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just putting that out there. The I'm just asking war. the questions. Uh, that's a that's a pretty alarming thought because we we didn't exactly win that war. No, was that was that? Are we post rapture after the Vietnam War? Did <laughs> there's a chance that the world ended in the 70s and everything since then has just been a slow decay? I think that Jesus came down Rambo style and was just foot slogging it down there with the best the best of the best that humanity had to offer, but we lost somehow somehow. Jesus couldn't pull it through. Jesus couldn't fight this war. Maybe for it's us. because Jesus wasn't targeting the Viet Cong. Maybe he wasn't targeting those humans because he knew they were innocent. They were just being ridden by demon hosts. So maybe like whatever bullets he had in the chamber of his gun, he was busy were like trying to perform rituals to exercise all the. Yeah, demons. he was exercising. That's all he went. He just like <laughs> Which he was exercising the battlefield. Includes lots of lifting. Turns out, maybe, exorcism of demons is much like exercising your body. That's why he's yes. so fucking fit. Um, so this is pretty strong. This idea is so strong by itself. Um, I don't really know what we could combine this with. Oh, this is a spinoff probably. But <laughs> this is like a standalone universe. Yeah, no, this is its own thing for Unless, sure. Unless, I don't know, I like the government-mandated programs that are formed to... Instill doses of adversity. Yeah, like that's like the post... That's the world that we're in now, after the Viet Cong... The, de- the the demon Kong uh, took over, and oh, and won after the... the rapture, the government needed to reinstill adversity. Well, the government is just the government is just a satanic, like cult at this point, just like no, putting no, everyone no, no, through no, no, trials. No. What what happened is if you are uh, if you have a low amount of character, you are easier for a demon p- to possess. Mm. A demon can easily skin ride you if you are low in character. Mm-hmm. What do we all have? Like a character stat is mine. Yes, <laughs> that must 11. be. Have strength, dexterity, and character. Character. If your yeah. character is below thirteen, you will be consumed. It's by like an demon. automatic. There's not even a. But roll. You probably have a chance. You, you you can probably roll against it. I'm sure, but you have to spend an inspiration point. It's still better. Like maybe just like in the seventies, not enough people were putting points into their character trait. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's with all those. Um, revolutions were about right like all the the drug use it was about rebuilding character and actually now that i think about it the everyone is always some kind of inebriated works pretty well for the 70s because that is exactly the 70s the 70s were just like a mass fever dream jesus probably was there but no one knows or remembers because no one remembers the 70s (laughs) they're too busy being coked up and banging in studio 54 i don't i'm not a big fan of the speaker one like the start me up yeah that one kind of sucks um, it's even worse when it plays uh, closing time every time you shut it off. I'd be really, I'd be really excited if it played closing time every time you turn something off. <laughs> like that, no, that, that'd be, that, that changes. That things. really, that really improves this, in my opinion. But you can't, but you can't turn down the volume either. Um, mm. But headphone jacks, you can just plug a headphone jack into it. That might go against the intent of this uh, 
idea here. What is the intent of the idea? Because it says every time you start a device that has a speaker. So I have the feeling even if you plugged in the headphones, it would be like, oh, I have a speaker. I'm going to play through that. Maybe start me up, like however long that is, is exactly how start long it takes up. for <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever electronics in this world, uh, like how, however long they need to warm up. Three and a half and, minutes. Because you can't use it until it's done. Is it three and a half minutes long? Did you just look it up? No, I don't know. I did not look it up. But if it's radio friendly, it, it is. Is this maybe it's even like the deluxe uh, edited, oh, like remastered version like of starting up? That's like twenty minutes yeah, long it's the or live something. Yeah. Oh god! In three minutes forty two seconds. Oh, we go. almost nailed it. I'm officially. I'm just watching Mitch Mick Jagger dance now. I I'd, I'd started the video, but I turned the music off. I'm just gonna watch Mick, Mick Jagger. We just found a new candidate for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, this is this is for seventies Jesus. What if Jesus is immediately drafted and then immediately court-martialed <laughs> for not fighting, for being a pacifist and trying to exercise the? Can demons? you imagine how frustrating that would be to be on the front lines? Like, because it says Jesus is shipped off to fight. You're on the front lines and Jesus is there, and you recognize him. You're like, oh my god, that's Jesus, <laughs> the Son of God. <laughs> there is no way we're not going to completely fucking annihilate these guys. And then you go in the battle. And you're and you're all about to like just pull out your weapons. And you're like, "Come on, Jesus, let's do it!" And Jesus is like, "No, I'm a conscientious object- objector. I don't believe in killing. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in killing." <laughs> and then and then all of all of his platoon gets annihilated. He just wanders Except back him to base because he's a ghost. <laughs> he he walks back to base like Colonel. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I'm a I'm a spirit person. I wasn't killed. I multiplied as many fish as I could, but even that couldn't save them. <laughs> I tried to bandage them up with fish. I, can, I tried to turn their blood into wine and have them drink it back and then turn it back into blood. They died of alcohol poisoning. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> they were already some kind of inebriated. Uh, is that why? Is that is Jesus back and just constantly turning everything into wine all of a sudden? That could be why. Everyone's is he inebriated. out of control? Just like, okay, so if you so earlier you said that like there's so many different like um mind freaks out there that are convincing everybody that magic is real and jesus comes back and he has to like up his ante like big time jesus is a mind freak is he so is is the ultimate mind freak that like jesus turns like all the fresh water in the world into wine just to prove that he knows yeah so he's performing all of his miracles like times a million. I just think maybe it was an error that happened on reentry. You know, while Jesus was coming back to Earth through the atmosphere, <laughs> he landed in the fields. Ocean. Yeah, they like crossed the wires of his magical powers that allow him to turn things into wine. <laughs> now he just oh, can't control it anymore. You know. Yeah, maybe. So he's, he's on yeah. a quest. He's on a quest to realign his like powers yeah. or whatever. His powers are are off, and and they they like spontaneously mm-hmm. blast out and turn like water into acid <laughs> he's just a real he's a real problem child in this new not world. the melting kind of acid but like the get you high oh, yeah. Acid. oh yeah that's how jimmy hendrix died yeah <laughs> jesus turned all of jimmy hendrix's sweat to acid <laughs> well what if he all, all what, of the orange juice in the world what if he did what if he did screw up and turn all water into wine and so even like 70 percent of your body makeup was just wine all of a sudden yeah Suddenly well, that probably wouldn't be very good. No, I he would. But, but if, through a mir- you just asked, what if Jesus just came back and killed every single person on earth at once? <laughs> but no, through but but through a miracle of faith, everyone is still alive, but just pretty drunk all the time. That does that that nicely ties these two ideas together. Jesus came back and got everyone <laughs> trashed because he turned their blood slightly into wine. <laughs> he was out blessing everyone and actually fucked up and turned everybody's even. Even the babies are slightly drunk now. Like, <laughs> little little drunk babies crawling around. I don't know. I feel like babies would be pretty fucked up. They probably don't have a very <laughs> so good uh, tolerance. Yeah. All <laughs> all babies born after that moment have like severe fetal alcohol syndrome. That explains that generation. Mm-hmm. The seventies yeah. explains all, the yeah, parents. Everyone, everyone who was born in the seventies. I don't know anyone born in the seventies. That's kind of that weird period. That's like right after our parents. Probably. It's like the dead zone for our generation. Yeah. Like who's from that? I don't know. A cousin or an uncle or some shit like that. My yeah. oldest brother was in the early 80s, so, you know, we just narrowly avoided that. He, he avoided that, yeah. Maybe he can, maybe he could, like, fill us in on this, because I really don't know much. 
about Jesus or the Vietnam War. <laughs> so combining the two. I know he fought in the Vietnam War, but I don't know. I know that much about Jesus. I know that he fought in, yeah. Um, I mean, all I know is that there are a lot of stories that the Bible did not include about Jesus. Yeah. Like, there yeah, are like so many stories. and fought in the Vietnam War. Yeah, those were apocryphal. Yeah. That's probably why they didn't, they didn't put that in because they were just confused. They didn't it. understand. Like, Vietnam isn't even a place. Yeah. yeah what are helicopters? Yeah. What, what was, <laughs> what's an evac? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is napalm? What's carpet bombing? <laughs> they hadn't even invented carpet, <laughs> let alone I don't bombs. I know what a gorilla is, much less gorilla warfare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They spelled it wrong. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This can't uh, go in the Bible. It's too ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody would believe this shit. Maybe Jesus went like on a romp through time. He got lost in time for a while there. Oh, yeah. Lost in during time. During those space. three days, during those three days that he was gone before he resurrected again, he got he got lost through time and he had all sorts of crazy time adventures. It's just like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> Yeah, how come how come Bill and Ted didn't go and get Jesus? What the fuck? We may be writing the third Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure right now. Maybe because tell me, okay, if you if you discovered Keanu Reeves was Jesus like today, how surprised would you be? Not yeah, not at all. Not, not even one. None surprised. Yeah, you'd be like, you know what? I I probably already knew that. Yeah. Actually, come yeah. to think of it, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Hey, oh, that God, that's things. so tongue in cheek for Keanu Reeves to essentially play himself in the Matrix. <laughs> in the Matrix. <laughs> You clever bastards. And himself in Bill and Ted's, because that's exactly what Jesus uh-huh. did. Yep. yep. It, all, it explains Keanu Reeves' whole life at this point. It explains. He's a philosophical guy. He's sad, too. He, Those are yeah. both traits I would expect Jesus to have. Exactly. All he wanted to, for us to do was be excellent to each other, and we just, <laughs> we just can't figure out how to do it. And Jesus said, be excellent. <laughs> Why can't they just be excellent to each other? I think it's about time they updated the Bible. <laughs> you mean like a modern translation or like, Bible a, 2.0. Or like a, re, a redo? R-E-D-U-X. Not a, not a redo. What they have is perfect. What they have is good and historically factual. What we need is to include the Jesus stories that have happened since the Bible. Mm. And the stories of the apostles. There have definitely been more apostles since then. Mm. <laughs> so wait, so apostles are... Oh, so every time Jesus comes back, he gets like a new troop of apostles. Well, I don't know. Do the apostles, like after Jesus after Jesus left, do the apostles just go like, well, it was fun while it lasted, gang. How no. often does Jesus come back, and how long has he gone for hanging out on Mars? Mm. He only returns um, when the need, when communism rears its ugly head. <laughs> the evils Maybe of that's communism. what it is. Jesus, Jesus managed to fend off the temptations of Earth. Oh, he had to go and... We don't know um, anything about the temptations of Mars. Yeah, He's still okay. dealing with those. He had to go try and turn down some star titties. Uh, that only makes sense. Have, have you seen the new Star Wars movie? Mm, yes. There were some star titties. <laughs> they got milked. That may be my favorite scene. Yeah. Just try to turn those down. Yeah. No one could. He went Luke Skywalker style, and he just kind of camps out in like a weird little hut. On a on a planet trying to figure shit out, or he's he go out and like he like lives the life, and like yeah, maybe when the devil the devil tempts him, he doesn't put a time limit on it on like rejecting the temptation. Oh. So Jesus is just like, I can just spend a couple thou a couple thousand years here, a couple millennia, uh, drinking out of some star titties. Do you think that the devil of Mars is the same <laughs> devil? Is there like? Is there... <laughs> If there's a devil of Mars and a devil of Earth, then wouldn't there be like a Jesus? That means there's a Jesus yeah. of Mars, right? Well, if there's a devil of Mars, there's got to be a Jesus of Mars. I mean, Maybe that's what Jesus is up to. He's just been hanging out with Mars Jesus. He's hanging Mars Jesus. Because Mars Jesus is bored. He's got no one to like fuck with. Or do you think yeah, Mars... He's got, no one, he's got no one to mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> they're exchanging mind Mars freaks. Mars has been freaked already. In skin writing yeah, Maybe Martians. they're teaching each other tricks. Yeah. Or do you think that Martian Jesus would get upset because Earth Jesus is out of his jurisdiction? Dude, I can I I don't know. I can't speak for him, but I do know that if I were Martian Jesus, I would. You'd be down to bro out. You'd, no, I'd be upset. Uh, you'd be upset. I mean, Jesus, he keeps coming back. You know, like every few years. Just... Maybe that's why that's why Jesus keeps going there because he's fucking with Mars Jesus. Mars Jesus, is like, hey man, get get off my land, man. Hey Mars Jesus, <laughs> just be excellent. Come on, <laughs> you've had <laughs> your time. <laughs> 
Maybe Mars Jesus didn't didn't pass the temptations. Maybe Mars Jesus didn't sacrifice mm. himself to save the people of Mars, and that's why there are no people of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so on Mars, it's just Mars Jesus hanging out. hanging out with the devil, drinking drinking out of star titties. And, and Earth Jesus, who goes there to make fun of him every few years. Yeah, but hanging out with the devil and curiosity. Or, but like, does does Mars just have a different set of rules and like? Earth Jesus doesn't really have any cool powers there because there's no water oh, to turn into to wine, that's true. No and there's bread. no fish to multiply. Maybe Earth Jesus is jealous because the rules here are far more strict than they are on Mars. Like Mars Jesus is up there hanging out with David Bowie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would explain a lot. And Jesus, maybe David Bowie is Mars Jesus, and he came down for a visit. Uh... This, the man who fell this, to Earth, and yeah, yeah, no, this explains a lot. As and well. David Bowie tricks tricks Earth Jesus into getting drafted into the Vietnam <laughs> War. <laughs> He'd be so pissed off. <laughs> oh man, Earth Jesus is just a scoundrel. Yeah. Mars Jesus is a real scamp. Mars Jesus. I mean Mars Jesus. Mars, yeah. Jesus. Mars Jesus gets Earth Jesus wrapped up in a bum drug case, and the only way to get out of his court date is to uh, enlist in the in the in the army. If he gets deployed, he he can't he can't stand trial. He's that's he's just trying to escape some real fucked up drug charges that were not his fault. Mars Jesus. That was all Mars Jesus. It was all I'm Mars Jesus. You guys, he looks just like me. <laughs> Except he's red. Oh, oh man! So does that mean Jesus looks like David Bowie? I mean, we always knew that. But what does it mean to look like David Bowie? That's another excellent question. Because whenever you, whenever someone pictures David Bowie, I'm sure everyone pictures a different mm-hmm. thing. I usually he did go through yeah. like eight different stages. I usually picture older, classy David Bowie. The Book of Ziggy, uh, like the three-piece suit and like uh, the hair slicked back. Yeah, weighing about ninety-eight pounds. Dying Bowie. No, before that. Like like uh, early Slightly. 2000s Bowie. Wow. This boy band is going to do well. This Bowie band? This David Bowie band. Because so far, so far the only member is... Well, the only members are Jesus and Mars Jesus. <laughs> and, <laughs> they hate each other. And maybe other. Mars Devil. Dude, that band would go so far, though. Yeah. Like... Well, he, they could multiply the audience. <laughs> well, of course. If only two people show up to the show, they could just multiply it. Yeah. Turn them into... <laughs> That's a good point. An audience of fish No people. need for concession stands. They just need like one piece of popcorn, and they can just give everyone popcorn. Mm-hmm. And just they're at the show, and they're they're just like, "Why does this water cost as much as wine?" <laughs> it is wine. <laughs> <laughs> so wine, uh, I don't know much about wine, but I do know that it can taste drastically different. You know, depending on how it's. I really don't know much about wine. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is movies and shows make it seem like it's a big deal. And there's a lot going on with wine. I would imagine that the way it tastes. Jesus' wine. Yeah, what's Jesus' brand wine taste I, like? I would imagine it tastes kind of like Franzia box wine. Because he's, he's having to mass produce that stuff. He does oh, not man. have time to ferment well, that's correctly. The thing, but he's got magical powers. Yeah, it's also maybe, maybe every sip of his blood wine that you take, it tastes like blood. Like exactly the perfect flavor of wine for you. It is catered specifically to your taste buds. You and that moment. Mm. Yeah. How about this though? If you could have unlimited wine, but it tasted like blood, would you still drink it? <laughs> would that be a good deal? <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not that down on my luck right now. I just go buy. If I really want to wine that badly, I just go buy wine. <laughs> I can. I can afford wine. <laughs> like really... sure, I've got this. I've got this bottle that like it never empties always full of wine mm. like no matter how much I pour it still got wine in it but it tastes like blood so i, I don't I, drink it i, I just kinda buy feel it. like i kind of feel like the blood of jesus christ might be addictive like it's the sort of thing you mm. might not like the first time you try it but but once it the hits second your head third glass like it's really getting to you mm. and then it's just all you can think about you know you got to get more of that <laughs> christ wine blood do you think that you would reach the point where you would try to kidnap jesus and like tie him up in your what? basement, drain the remaining blood out of him. Well, it would never stop. It'd be an endless flow. Yeah, he's immortal. Um, I mean, he's proved that he's not that hard to capture. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty much okay with it. Or, or like, keep bound for a yeah. while. He, he, in the entire Bible, there's not one sweet Jesus escape scene. 
<laughs> well, actually, there is one pretty good. Oh, one. after he dies, yeah, he escapes. Yeah, that boulder. Yeah, like oh, that's true. pretty. He did pull an Ocean's Eleven on that whole situation. I was about to say this. <laughs> <laughs> he created a replica of the inside of that cave. Uh, <laughs> that's what was on the security <laughs> camera. <laughs> Uh, you painted it on the other side of the rock. Uh. <laughs> so it just looks like it's not there. <laughs> oh man! Uh, this is going to be the episode that like our <laughs> our followers dip down to about fifty percent of what they were. We can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pivot from this conversation though to like one of the other ideas. It's yeah, really to try and be. Less talking about Jesus. This isn't this isn't an opener conversation. This is the closer. Well, I don't know. Like every government, government mandated programs that are formed to instill hearty doses of adversity into the youth of the world to help them build character. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's like school essentially. Like, <laughs> well, okay, well, hold on. I'm, I'm I'm interpreting this as on top of what we already experience in our world like this is different this is this is cranked up like or maybe it is exactly school and (laughs) like you know people are always just like why do people bully people well maybe it's because those bullies are actually government employees Mm. paid (laughs) to make your life miserable Mm -hmm. and that that teacher that's such a hard ass they're actually a sweetheart but like they can't deny those government checks man so what's the uh how do you get into that gig if you destroy your bully do you get to be the bully I was wondering, do they hire seven-year-olds or do they just hire people who look like seven-year-olds? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they don't want—they want to increase the amount of adversity in the children's lives. And if you're a bully, like you're already on top, you know, you're not really learning anything. You're probably not building a whole lot of character. So they're probably going to just use seven-year-old look-alikes, or 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 give people a lot of plastic surgery but the pay is so good you don't even care that you're going to look like a 7 year old for the rest of your life yeah you can still pay for sex <laughs> that's that was my concern yeah. too i'm glad top, you addressed it top priority <laughs> but is it sort of like a last starfighter situation where like if you yes if you rack up more bully kills than anybody else like you get to be the bully <laughs> Like the government contacts you, or just that, like you've bullied the shit out of so many people that they're like, you, you should be getting paid for this. This is good work you're doing. Well, well, that's 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 the thing, because if if it's the other way around, where like if you defeat a bunch of bullies, like how would you ever even know that that's a thing? Like I I would imagine that the government's not coming out and saying like, oh yeah, by the way, if we pay Joshua to pick on you, yeah, because it would be like full frontal bullying all the time. Because everybody wants a piece of that action. Depending. There's probably some more subtle forms of adversity that they choose to instill into your life. Like, I don't know, Speed man. Speed bumps. Uh, I I was never bullied, but I was always really cool. Sure. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Steve. <laughs> hey, man, you knew me in high school. Uh, yeah. That's why he's, la- that's why he's laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Well, okay... Well, so it's it's specifically targeted at like young people. So, like, do you get to turn in a bounty? So it's like when kids like so <laughs> when kids are like popping sweet uh, wheelies off of like the curb, like you know, like sometimes like sometimes well, there's like that one driveway on the block that has like that sweet curb where the driveway meets the the road, and it's like a ramp, right? And mm-hmm. and you've got like three or four kids out there on their BMX is just like really popping off on that thing and hitting like sweet two foot air ramp offs. And the guy that owns the property comes out and yells at everybody, tells them to go home and maybe even walks them home to their families. Does that guy get to turn in a bounty that says like, you might have to record yeah, it. Like, so if, yeah. So if he's got like a GoPro strapped to his head and he comes out and, <laughs> harasses all those kids can he upload that to like a government website and get like paid like a bounty for like fucking up four kids days well maybe or it could be like whoever is surveying him i'm con- i'm concerned that we're interpreting adversity as like aggression all the time like why is it always bullying well yeah adversity just means you know new experiences like there can be positive 
I feel like adversity is a pretty inherently negative term. Is it? I'm going to argue with you on this one. Because you have to overcome it. It's like a challenge that you have to like... No one over, no one has to overcome positive experiences. Adversity, difficulties, misfortune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's interesting and sad. Are you just thinking because it has the word ad in it? Well, I don't know why I was thinking that. Yeah, I was thinking diversity because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, but it's still yeah, healthy healthy doses of adversity is a concerning thing. Healthy doses of misfortune. Yeah, I would say like a surly neighbor is like a healthy dose. An old guy that like yeah. comes in out and like yells at you for doing something. No, I'm talking like deeper than that, man. I'm talking some like subterfuge. Like I'm talking, I'm talking um sabotaging like children's science fairs <laughs> yeah. man i'm talking like heckling them during their performances on on uh actual you know, what actual dogs that eat their homework actual dogs <laughs> higher dogs <laughs> government dogs, dogs yes. eat their homework <laughs> every yes. home has a government yeah mandated dog door where the homework you dogs never know it. when the homework dog is gonna break and the teachers are paid even though they know that this is a thing the teachers are paid to not believe the students <laughs> no matter what they say uh. like the kids feel like it's just a conspiracy and that's because it is <laughs> it truly is every character in a child's television show has to die after about three years like, <laughs> yeah. you just have to experience the loss of your favorite characters yeah they do market research to determine which characters are the most, the most beloved <laughs> and those are the ones that they kill kill them off on screen dude george R. R. martin would be excellent in this program uh, this, is a, this is a rough time <laughs> so okay so I do like the idea of like being a neighbor that the the bounty hunter that does it. Like, yeah. oh, I sabotage the school play. Can I have money? Can I have money now? <laughs> I slash the tires on the school bus right before the field trip. <laughs> slash the tires of the learning vehicle for the driver's education course. I trip the kid at the front of the the pack <laughs> during graduation. <laughs> I, t- I took a dump in the swimming pool. <laughs> pay me world's greatest adversity bounty hunter bounty collector it says it's to like instill hearty doses but like are the kids supposed to overcome this like does this become like almost like a weird stephen king sort of a thing where like like a... yeah that's yeah. that's how they build character if they're too weak if they can't overcome it then they're just left behind but what happens though like what's the ultimate like test like they defeat them to like they eventually just like bash the old guy his head in with a rock or something like that i don't know if it's a test and i don't think the government would reward murder um i'm not sure i'm not sure what you believe to be yeah. character but i don't think murders <laughs> no i just i just don't know uh, what the, qualifier the end game is like how do you like how are they well they well hold on think back on your life think back on any any adversity that you think might have helped you build character i mean you have a sense of humor so obviously something went fucking wrong <laughs> at some point and it wasn't one clear defining moment that you had to overcome. You didn't complete a goddamn obstacle obstacle course, and you're like, "Oh, I'm Ryan Stevie now." So it's just kind of like a slow boil sort of a thing. Like they just really yeah, exactly. It's just a whole life's worth of hearty doses of adversity that just help make people better people. So are all the people that are like the government contracted bullies, the people who didn't build enough character, now they're just like returning it back into the system again. Like they're like the, maybe that could they're be the it. burned out. Yeah. They're the burned out assholes that like never really learned how to deal with it, so they're they're just recurring that that uh, that adversity back into the system again. It could be maybe maybe what happened is that they they took their 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 Oprah, Oprah Winfrey's and their their Steve Jobs and their carrot tops, and they determined what made these people so <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> they, they they like. They analyze them and they analyze their past and they're like, these people have experienced a lot of adversity and that must be what made them s- such exceptional people. And we want to really up our, our quota. Maybe this is even like some sort of nationalistic pride thing. We're like, oh, our kids are, have more character than your kids, Russia. Um, Russia's Russia's inherently built on adversity, though, so I don't think we should. <laughs> so there's a them. problem that you run into, though, is that like after a generation or two of like, you can't, you can't have, you can't make another carrot top. Yeah, it's true. There's only one carrot yeah, top. Yeah, I mean, like, no. After a generation of two of like all Oprahs and carrot tops, and it's like that bar has been set so high that Polly Shores, it, yeah, all those Polly Shores running around, <laughs> and Mind Freaks and David Blaine's, 
that like eventually that's the status quo like that's just the status quo like if your child isn't like a a level top grade david blaine style human being then like that's that's like the that's c that's like a c level all of a sudden after like two generations yeah. of that so then you have mm-hmm. to keep upping the ante and the government has to turn the boil up a little bit more and the water gets hotter and you've got instead of old men out there yelling at people to get them off their lawn or teachers grading on a harsh curve you have like people breaking children's legs yeah you've got old guys out there with like baseball bats with nails through them like chasing kids around the neighborhood and they're just yelling they're just yelling you're gonna be better for this (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna be as they like throw acid on kids legs and stuff like that bombs going (laughs) off in their barbie play sets that's true stephen hawking has a lot of character Mm -hmm. that's true (laughs) i'm wondering is is your opinion that when everybody gets more character like is there a limited amount of character is it just like you can keep going you have to keep going up to more character there's no Well, the thing is i think i think the thing is people have a different threshold for how much adversity they can handle so people will break uh so it's got to be a nice balance or you could just always be pulling the rug out underneath them just like whenever something bad happens you're like oh let's go get some ice cream oh there's worms in it (laughs) (laughs) worms in your ice cream really condition these kids to not trust anything oh let's go buy you a toy oop it's an open circuit and there's some exposed wires you got tased <laughs> by your fur <laughs> whoops <laughs> and then you're gonna have some really secluded antisocial kids who have serious trust issues and are doing amazing things <laughs> <laughs> by themselves and not putting it back into the system because they hate everyone steve jobs didn't get where he is by being a nice friendly person yeah he's dead now which is the grave. <laughs> uh, every member of society is assigned one other person to survey, as in surveillance, I assume. As in, sur- like, surveillance? Yeah. Not just, like, do you like apples versus oranges? Oh, that's true. Because that would there's be boring two, as fuck. There's two sides here. Like, what's what's your favorite color? How do you like your toast? You know, that's... like, every... Listen, man, just answer the questions. We all got to do it. We all got to do this. Come on. <laughs> Be a, be a good sport. I know. Come on, yeah. man. I cannot. I will not be able to witness the rapture if I do not serve, finish the these survey the, with you. These are the questions you've been assigned this week. Come on. No, I think it's survey is in like monitor. That makes that makes more sense. But I like the other one more. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, because you don't like the idea of someone surveying your life. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But I do like. You'd the prefer I... just to have someone interview you about. <laughs> yeah. The most mundane, quotidian things on a daily basis. Exactly. So, Stephen, has your favorite flavor of ice cream changed <laughs> since last time? I think that's a much more interesting world. Is it? No. <laughs> I think I think it's more interesting to have the uh, the government the government sponsored uh, bullies and grumpy old men of the world being watched by the government, uh, making sure that they're just the right level of. <laughs> of those guys are also watching someone else like no everyone, they're rewarded for their good behavior everyone is assigned one other person to survey and maybe maybe that other person that you are assigned to watch that's you, you it's your job to give to fill their life with adversity it's your job to fuck shit up you know the most intimate private details of their lives and you you use that against them to help them build character, but when does it stop? When do the when do you like? Yeah, this is into the stats? into the youth of the world. Oh, into the youth of the world. Well, so what do we? Like, do, what's the cutoff point for youth? Fifteen. I still i i, I feel pretty young. Six, I feel lively. Sixteen. Yeah, I was gonna I say got, sixteen. I've still got eighteen. Some, I've still got some. I'm, I'm feeling pretty sprightly. I still got. Mm, <laughs> I've got yeah. a few years left. <laughs> I say sixteen, eighteen, something like that. I don't know. Did you have enough adversity at that point, or does the program just stop focusing on you? I think you're freed at that point because if you're not, if you haven't befriended the person that is your tormentor, your bully. Yeah, then by that point, you've probably you're a lifelong enemy at that point. You, they just they just let it go into the wild, and eventually, uh, listen, listen, Jim. It's nothing personal. It's just my job. All right. <laughs> Just a government employee. So everybody has like a everybody has like an anime style rival that they have to grow up with. Like that one other guy at the at the the Kenpo studio that like you just gotta beat that guy and he's always trying to 
He's always trying to undermine you. He's just always trying to fuck your life up at school. And he's trying to figure out where you eat. <laughs> where does he eat? God damn it, where does where he does eat? Where does he eat? <laughs> His best kept secret. What kinds of <laughs> pants does he buy? He's got to do it three times a day. Where does he do it? How many pairs of socks does he own? I gotta know. <laughs> Why? Hold on, I'm not following this train of thought. You have to know everything about this person. You're, you're assigned... You're assigned to survey one person. You got to know fucking everything about it. Oh, you think you think you <laughs> got to do it in like person and report it back to the government? Is that what you think? You have to write a nightly report of like the number of socks they own, how many they cups eat. they have on their desk right now. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a full goddamn time job. How do you have time to eat? <laughs> That's why you can never find where they eat because they're on the job. They're surveying whoever they're supposed to be surveying. Everyone is just like always hiding in a bush, watching someone else hiding in another bush. <laughs> it's like a, just a, it's an endless chain of bush watching. <laughs> Everyone's in bushes watching another. If person. this is assigned, if this is another government mandated sort of situation, that you have some sort of live video feed of, of them, and you you just have like an Apple smartwatch you check every once in a while. Sipping tea, you got it up on the iPad right next to you while you watch movies. Yeah, and just just maybe if they break a law or something, you just you, you press a button and the government kills them. <laughs> I don't know. Or it, or it, ooh, maybe it tases them. You just like <laughs> it just lets them know that like, hey, I'm watching. I saw that. But is the ultimate? See, this is a lot of your time that's getting used up. Is the ultimate goal to get your watch watchy um arrested or killed so that like you free up all that time of your day to like play zelda that's not that's actually an excellent point you probably want to you probably <laughs> you want, want to you want to off them like asap that's a lot of time person taken care of you want to tempt them into breaking breaking the law or whatever mm. so what you do what you do is you wait until they commit a minor infraction and you don't tase them mm. so they're just like mm. ooh, maybe they're not watching maybe they don't pay attention and maybe my guy died. Maybe, and then they build confidence, and they're just like, maybe I can get away with even larger infractions, like, like murder. Maybe because that's what everyone would think. If they it's could get me away to with murder it. anyone I want. They would go and try and maybe murder their own watcher, watchee. Ooh, and then and then the watchee, the surveyor, would have to totally be justified in murdering their their watchee, mm-hmm. right? Before their watchie murders their watchie's watchie. But the, it says every okay. Everyone is assigned one. So are you assigned another one after yours dies though, or are you just free to live mm, your life? I think you were free to live. I think that's. Or the, do you take over your watchie watchie? This is but my watchie. Hold on a sec. There's a problem though, because if you notice your person do like commit an infraction and you don't tase them, does whoever's watching you oh. notice that you noticed <laughs> that and didn't tase them? <laughs> does it tase you? That's rough. That's mind oh, games. That's wheels within yeah, wheels. Yeah. <laughs> so that would that would keep everyone doing what they need to do because it's like, man, if I don't punish this guy for doing what he shouldn't be doing, then I'm going to get punished for not punishing him. But then, so do you have a display of their person's display or is it like you have to watch their camera on a very small screen? Oh, yeah. So if you're watching somebody, you also probably know who they're watching as well. You might be able to monitor their brain too. Like... I don't even know, man. Why do we give a... the government this much power? You would want to. F- <laughs> this yeah. dude, this is a slippery slope. We're, this is the direction we're heading, man. This is Any what the, this now. is what the next iPhone is going to be all about. Any day now, you the the people listening to this will be getting a slip with a name on it in their mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like like Ryan said, when you buy an iPhone and you open it up, all of a sudden, like the whole background of the iPhone is just a live video stream of some rando. <laughs> oh, and you have to, you're just stuck with that. And you, there's a, just a big tase button at the bottom of it. <laughs> that's all. That's the only way you can interact with them. How weird would it be to like start dating the person you're surveying? Well, that you'd probably want to do that. <laughs> just to get that edge. What if she was into tasing? Oh man. Would you want to do that? Yeah, it's I mean, you want to like, be on that 24-7, make sure that you're doing the best job possible. And you're watching her for a while, you're like, oh yeah, she seems down the clown. Unhook <laughs> up with that, get her to kill herself. And maybe, you probably can't, you're probably not allowed to reveal who you're surveying to anyone else. Because then it's open season, and they're allowed to murder yeah. you if they figure out mm-hmm. figure it out. You can always murder your watcher. 
no holds barred. Okay. Oh, that's allowed. Yeah. As soon as you, that's part of the game. Yeah. As soon as you find out who's watching you, it's open. I see. Yeah. And what would be interesting is if it's like based on your location. So you're, it's like always someone within like ten miles of you or something like that. Does it switch? I think. What if it does switch? Because I like the idea of it being a part of a smart device. So you wake up one day and you look at your your tablet or whatever, and it's a completely different person. Mm. And it's just like you have been reassigned, uh, Jay Leno. Make sure he does his job. <laughs> I would be down for this, but only if under the under the condition that if you can find where that person is and kick them directly in the balls, you get a week of free time without having to, to watch anybody or be watched. Yeah, but then during that week, like if you kick them in the balls, as soon as they get they get kicked in the balls, they're probably like, fucking yes, a week of free time. No, they Man. they get reassigned to somebody else. You get time off. Well. That doesn't make any no, sense. No, it does because you did your job and you gave them. So someone has to double up. Hurt yeah, the person well, you're supposed well, to maybe. be watching. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It goes, right. I don't know. Maybe it goes to somebody that's killed, killed off, that's had their their prey killed off already or something. But only for a week. Yeah, just for a week. <laughs> There's got to be some amount of respite. I mean, you can have as much respite as you want. It's just you might get punished for mm. it. You don't have to pay attention all the time, but it it would behoove you to like while you're watching the new you know, Peaky Blinders, or whatever, just to keep a little, a little window up of your person, mm-hmm. just keep an eye on them. Well, but if everybody, you never know if they might pull a Truman. <laughs> but if everybody, there could be the unspoken contract that if just nobody tases anybody, then you live in a free society again. Yeah, but what if speaking of that is like an infraction? Oh, it yeah. could be. You could have those guys that are out there, but if that idea spreads around enough, you got to have it so that like every if you don't tase somebody at least once once a day or at least once a week, then you then your machine tases you instead. Ooh, I like that. What if there actually are no clear rules of what you're supposed to do? Oh, All you know man. is that you can tase somebody and you are getting tased when you do something bad. Yeah, exactly. And you, you, so you're just like trial and error, trying to figure out what what bad thing you did, and then maybe you get reassigned randomly, and someone doesn't like like someone prefers Coke over Pepsi. Yeah. So every time you drink a Pepsi, they're like no, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like the way you eat your toast. I own a lot of stock yeah, in exactly. Pepsi. I'm going to tase you. I'm going to tase you every time you hit a <laughs> Coca Cola. <laughs> but what about this? Does Jesus have somebody watching him? And is he watching somebody else? He would have to. He has. To. I mean, if he if he can get fucking drafted by the military, he can be assigned. A <laughs> He's person still to subject watch. to the military, to the government. Yeah, exactly. Whatever government, the government yeah. of whatever country he returns to, apparently. <laughs> he's on a he's on a list. Like he returns, he returns as the son of God, and they're just like, "You're an American citizen now, <laughs> yeah, and you need to serve for your country." But do you think he would ever tase anybody unless they did something really shitty? He would have to. He's he's a very judgmental guy. Yeah. yeah, but he's also very forgiving. He would punish them and then forgive them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is he forgiving, though? Think about it. Think about hell. How often does he just go down there and forgive people? Probably. For all you know, every day. He's down there giving back rubs for all you know. Maybe that's where he's been this whole time. Yeah. That you know what? The last thing I'd want if I were like drowning in a pit of magma all day is a back rub. <laughs> Well, thanks, Jesus. But, but I mean, but from Jesus, it's gonna be a pretty good background. Is it gonna be good? He's got those calloused carpenter hands. Has he ever done anything that wasn't good, though? He's exceptional. You see that cup he made? You see that cup he made out of in, wood? Uh, Indiana Jones. He carpentered up that that wooden. It's not cup. that good. All those other, every other, every other cup and plate and bowl on that shelf. Was so much better. Well, than his you, cup. you saying that he made that, or maybe he just like bought it, or maybe his parents had that for him. They gave it to him. That was like his, well, then he didn't do a, he didn't do a good job buying that. Everybody cup. gets a cup when you're born. Back then, I just like the idea of him going down to hell and hanging out with the devil. Like Jesus and Satan are actually pretty good buds. Oh, I could definitely see that. They just, I mean, they just disagree about dad. You know, <laughs> it's like, come on, this guy. If Jesus is real. And he's immortal, and the devil's real, and he is immortal. Like they gotta hang out. Yeah, from time to time, you know. How many options do you have? The paths like, cross. They get a beer together. Like, sure, the devil couldn't tempt him that first time, but there's all of eternity for him to come to see things the way the devil sees them. 
Or do you know, just talk about their problems together. <laughs> they probably got a lot of problems. They got a bond man, from time to Jesus, time. Jesus, you need you need to get over Mary, man. <sighs> yeah. She's just not into you. <laughs> She's just not into you. She never was. <laughs> she died two thousand years ago, she did, man. She didn't feel that way, you know. That's gonna be the worst part of heaven is like all of your ex girlfriends that made it up there too. Oh man, that's, are you kidding? That's gonna be the best part of heaven. <laughs> are you sure? Just think about it. Think about it. Can you? Do you think you could get angry and fight in heaven? Uh, no, but your wife could probably be kind of jealous and know all of the weird shit. Can you? Can you be jealous in heaven? I don't know. You can't covet shit. That's against the law, man. <laughs> you'll, get ta- you'll get tased for that shit. I'm just saying in heaven. Like... <laughs> just love the image of Jesus. That's the law, man. You can't covet shit. Come on. Like, you can't be jealous here. You gotta get over it. This is just his ex-girlfriends, man. <laughs> This is heaven. He can bang whoever he, he wants. He can, come on. Free love. This is heaven. Peace out. Jesus Christ, Son of God, here. Hey, the Vietnam War really changed me, man. Come on. No coveting. That's what I said. It's on the stones right there. <laughs> Look over there. The come stones. On. Well, I would imagine, like, if you go to heaven, can you even, like, can you even think about doing something wrong? Mm. They put the mind shackles on you, and you're not allowed to. <laughs> exactly, like your your mind, you're like brainwashed to be a good good person, free of sin. Like you're thinking, man, I'm gonna go to heaven, just experience like pleasure for the rest of my life. I'm just gonna be like banging down like twenty four seven. But as soon as you get there, the desire is purged from your mind. But it that is an easy promise. That is an easy thing to promise people that they'll get like seventy two virgins or something like that. Because as soon as you get to heaven, it's just like, well, I, now I don't want them. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, so if everybody gets seventy two, I just have all these women I have to hang out with all day. If any, if, if everybody gets seventy two virgins when they get to heaven, the those aren't real people unless people are sharing virgins in heaven. <laughs> like those aren't real. <laughs> Actual people that were born and lived and did stuff and died and went to heaven too. Those are like Westworld. Yeah, they're like they're like sex bots, Ro- robots. Those are like, uh, yeah, that's not cool. Maybe I don't they're know. Maybe synths, cool. man. They're synthetics. Synthetic souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got to be. That that's the only thing that makes sense because there can't be that many just like virgins waiting around yeah, dude, for everyone. Seriously. In heaven, and can you imagine being one of those virgins and it's and just being like, all right. Uh, Chuck's dead, so you and your friends gotta go pleasure him for eternity. <laughs> like, that fucking blows. <laughs> Is there a planet of just, like, straight nymphos out there that, like, every time a, a, a mother gives birth, it's to, a, like, a gaggle of 72, qu- like, twin girls, and there's just not enough guys on the whole planet to, impre- <laughs> to impregnate them. So, like, just virgins are dying left and right, left and right. And they're all such good people that they make it right up to heaven. And they don't, they don't specify an age. So what if you get, like, 72 grandmas? Oh, man. yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you make it to heaven, are you just, are you just, is it, like, whatever age you made it to? Wait, is that why the number is specifically 72? Just so that you feel like, I'm guaranteed to at least get one or two who are, like, <laughs> close to the age of... Everything's just, like, a roll of, like, a, a 1D100. Oh, that's awful. Because you could have... Oh, man, there's, like, little kids and stuff. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't think they'd let that fly in heaven. But, you know, you know. then again, back back then in those days, people were getting pr- married pretty back in Back in heaven days. Back in those heaven days. Uh, heaven sounds like a nightmare, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Hell doesn't sound much better, though, uh, so I don't know. Purgatory, maybe? Maybe that's what Jesus came back for, is to fight, to, to carve out his own little slice of neither of those two horrific options. You know, maybe as long as we make sure that we die on Mars, then we can go to, like, Mars. Because then we're under Mars, Mars Jesus' dur- jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's all you can eat rust, and you can jump two point five times higher than in Earth. Jesus, wait, is, is gravity heaven? really that much different? I guess I don't know. <laughs> is it less dense? It's uh, full of a lot of holes. Like it's like a marshmallow. It's very airy. 
It's very light and fluffy. Are you thinking of Mars bars? <laughs> <laughs> Mars bars are dense. Uh, I'm just geez. saying, if like Mars Heaven is anything like a Mars bar, it's going to be a good place. They don't have Earth bars, man. But they also don't have Pluto bars or Mercury bars. <laughs> or Uranus, or Uranus <laughs> bars. <laughs> I've been to a couple Uranus bars, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right, Ryan. We're done. Yeah, I think this, this episode's coming to an end. All right. Well, this has been a world. <laughs> that, yeah. This has been disposable worlds. This, we wanna... this has been a couple. Yeah, worlds, this has been a couple of them. Say. Tangent this realities. Is... So I want to say thank you to everybody who submitted ideas. I want to say I want to say thank you to Chef Robert Irvine, Little Monster Twenty Eight Ninety Two, Starbeard Boy, Touch My Water underscore the CEO, <laughs> uh, Tosser's Delight. Uh, we can't do this without you guys. So thank you so much for submitting ideas. Um, hop onto our website radbotproductions.com if you want to see what we're working on uh, listen to previous episodes um, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever your podcast uh, forum of choice is and um, yeah hit us up on Facebook and Reddit as well I'd like to say thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song Bastion off their EP Prime Meridian and yeah and, and no one else no one steven yep. thinks yeah and this has been disposable no i'd like to say thank you else. to jesus <laughs> yeah we thank just you want to... jesus for Thanks. for just Thanks being the him. son of god i want to say thank you to mars jesus mars... No, we, we really appreciate your sacrifice for having you know cooler laws thanks mars jesus yeah mars jesus thanks for keeping yeah. it real mars jesus and we will catch you in a couple of weeks thank you <laughs> Thank you.